0: Hi, friends. Welcome back to With Great People, the podcast for high-performance teams. I'm Richard Kasparowski. This episode is a conversation with Didi Vaz. Didi is an Agile coach working on the data sciences platform at the Broad Institute. Didi and I chat about connection, connection to each other as teammates, and connection to your shared goals. She offers advice on this kind of connection, as well as on team dynamics and overall team culture. To support this podcast, sign up for my newsletter at kasparowsky.com. Thanks for listening. Hi friends, and welcome back to With Great People. We are on location today at the Broad Institute in Cambridge, Massachusetts, with our special guest, Deedee Vaz. Dee is an agile coach in the data sciences platform here at the Broad Institute. Hi Dee. welcome to the podcast.
1: It's great to be here, Richard. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me back here to the Broad. It's really cool to be here.
1: I know. You, I recall our journey <laughs> and our introduction to each other. For listeners, uh, Richard is one of the reasons I am at the Broad Institute. I feel like you were one of my sort of interviewers when they were... Kind of, and, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, sort of an interviewer, sort of uh, let's just get lunch and have a great conversation and make sure you want to work here
1: <laughs> and it was a great conversation I felt yeah. I really enjoyed talking to you and it was so helpful to me to have you as a you know this consultant that's what's helping these folks through their first agile adoption mm-hmm. and then of course you know you didn't want I don't think you wanted the full-time engagement so then they went and looked for a full-time agile yeah. coach um, and I remember that lunch we had before I got yeah. here and it was really great
0: and yeah. and I knew they were in good hands with you <laughs> oh,
1: a lot of love fest happening right now on your podcast
0: <laughs> Isn't that great? Um, Let's see. Is there anything else we could add to that introduction?
1: I've been here at the Broad for two years. Uh Um, Before that, I worked at a payroll software company um, as a Scrum Master and Agile community leader, you could say. Mm -hmm. Um, I was their first full-time Scrum Master, and then we hired more. Um, and then before that, uh, I was uh, uh, I was in everything <laughs> at um, uh, another software company for a number of years that made uh, products for for uh, media and film. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's been my journey. So I've I've been in the software dev biz for about thirteen years, um, and then before uh, that, I was a broadcast journalist, right. which is a whole other podcast and a whole <laughs> other story.
0: All right, and and. As I recall, we grew up in neighboring towns in western Massachusetts, although we grew up in different eras. I think I'm a little older. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think your town and my town, at least my town thought of it this way, that your town was our, our high school soccer rival. Yes. Just because you had a lot of good soccer players there.
1: We do. We still do. And
0: I don't know if you even thought of my town at all, because you know I actually don't remember your town. <laughs> yeah, see?
1: So what was see? your town again? Um, I feel like everybody in Western Massachusetts thought that my little town Ludlow was their soccer rival.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um,
1: in fact, we have I have we have other Western masters over there uh-huh. um, in my office, and they often will tell me they'll tell me that <laughs> I'll meet folks, and they'll say, oh. Oh, we were your rivals yeah, in yeah, soccer. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, everybody was our rivals. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So this is, this is the podcast about great teams. Mm. And what I'd like to start, uh, what I'd like to ask... Great every, soccer teams, right? <laughs> great any teams. This okay. is actually the question. What was your best team ever? And that could be any team that you've ever been on in your life. could be some sports team from the past. Mm-hmm. could be one of your current work teams or a past work team. Um, any group of two or more people aligned with a common goal, you know, it could be you and your family. Mm -hmm. What was your best team Mm -hmm. ever?
1: I only get to pick one, eh? (laughs) Um, well, I, there's one team in particular. It has to be the, the, the first team, um, first software development team who, um, where we, where we actually introduced Agile, right? Mm -hmm. So I was working for, uh, this, uh, company um where we we had very much you know waterfall practices and then um and i was a a software tester at the time and waterfall's no good you're at the end of that (laughs) crushing cascade of water which is hey we have to release next week and well i just got to testing this and there (laughs) are a lot of issues and how could we have discovered these things earlier right Mm -hmm. Um, and then we had a vp come in who said you know i've been doing this thing called scrum it's a long time ago (laughs) i'm doing this thing called scrum at my company i think it would help us out yeah um and introduced it to us and then you know some of us were shipped off to training and so you know these scrum teams were created um and uh you know the product owner was you know on the biz dev side they found the right product owner for the team and cross-functionally we were all set there we had different um uh engineers who kind of had the skills we needed for the goal they had assigned our team Mm -hmm. um and then everybody on the team looked at me and they said we need a Scrum Master. You can do it. <laughs> so I was sort of voluntold uh, to be the Scrum Master of the team, um, and and that in fact that's a team that even though this was, you know, we were first, <laughs> we were we were that team was born, you know, maybe thirteen years ago, yeah. about um, uh, at least more than ten years ago. Uh, we still get together for lunch uh. um, sometime between Thanksgiving and New Year. Um, every year we find a time to have lunch with each other Um, and we stay in touch and we're connected on social media. Now, this would not be a team you look at and think, oh, all these people have a lot of things in common. Um, You know, not to sort of divulge identities. I don't know if they'd want their names (laughs) mentioned on a podcast, but, um, you know, came from all different backgrounds, experiences, cultures. Um, I was the only uh, woman on the team Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, everybody else most folks were are, are now in their 60s so there is definitely a diversity in age too yeah. so when you look at this team you think well this isn't this doesn't look like a team where there you know there's a lot in common among these folks um, but what made it great i think is that um we all had a a certain amount of grit and mm-hmm. good work ethic and we were sort of aligned on on values right uh-huh. so so we were all um, I think hardworking, motivated people, um, and because of that, we quickly earned I think each other's uh, respect and, and each other's trust. Yeah. When you really think about that, right? Like nobody's slacking off. Everybody's there to to move the ball forward. Yeah. And so I, I think that was a com- that was common ground um, mm-hmm. that we all respected each other's work ethic, um, and then. Uh, We also, I think what made us a great team was that we had, you mentioned a common goal, that's what a team is, right? To have a team, you need a common goal. That common goal was clear, Mm -hmm. um, crystal clear. So we all knew if we delivered at the end of the month, we would get $20 million in revenue. Clear goal, (laughs) right? Um, and we knew what we would be missing out if we didn't get that goal.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and, and that was really motivating, too. You know, and I think everybody on the team was so respectful. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we worked together for so many years that we were also very direct with each other. Um, and I felt very lucky because one of those senior engineers mentored me. Yeah. Um, saw, you know, starting out as a scrum master, um had some good ideas about what the, what would make us successful as a team and did not mince words, did not tell me. Like, hey, hey, uh, you know, you, the way you ran that retro was no good. <laughs> you know, just like, just give it to me, you know. Um, but, but, but always was coming from a place of, I, I always saw that, that feedback, that direct feedback was just to make me better. Like right. I knew that person had my back. Yeah. You know so that's why I was never I mean you know it hurts sometimes to hear feedback that you know isn't positive but knowing that that person was looking out for me made it okay right so when we look at when I think of you know these these attributes of great teams there is a foundation of trust that has to be built on this team I know folks out there they call it psychological safety and and mm-hmm. that's a component i know but um i think i think there are a lot of things that can enable trust right mm-hmm. and um and for example i mentioned sort of all of us respecting each other's skills and work ethic i think was a way to create trust among us too right yeah. like like we could count on each other to do the thing yeah. okay so that's a layer of trust then we get to know each other, and we had lunch every day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm being a little... I shouldn't say every day. We sure we didn't have lunch every day, <laughs> but most days we had lunch. Um, and so you get to know each other, right? right. I, I get to know um, these what's going on in these people's personal lives and their families. Um, they get to know what's happening in mine. Mm-hmm. And so now we are human beings to each other, right? right. We're not just not just work uh, work or colleagues uh, we're friends right and and that's another layer of trust right and then <laughs> there's a third layer of trust this trust just i think of like a root system so now these roots of trust are just getting deeper and deeper you know we went we went through the recession together so we saw colleagues get laid off mm-hmm. this was the last major recession right, try, right. yeah so we saw folks get made uh, you know laid off um uh, you know, now we're having to do more with less and mm-hmm. um changes in the organization. And so we kind of went through hard times together too, right? Yep. Like we battled together. Um and that created a layer of trust because we we had all been through a thing yeah. together, right?
0: And supported each other and came out the other side.
1: Yeah. Um and and there and we we survived and we came out the other side um and we were there for each other indeed. There was also this, um, this, this. we had a war story
2: together, yeah, yeah.
1: you know? And so this is me just spitballing. <laughs> but these things, these are the things that come to mind when I think about that work team yeah. that was really successful, you yeah. know?
0: Okay, so now if we could take this team. Sure. And this experience of being on that team. And condense that whole thing into one word. Mm. Is there one word that you could use to describe the sensation, Mm -hmm. the experience of being on that team?
1: You ready for my one word? Yeah. Connection. Connection. That's my one word.
0: All right.
1: you think about it, we're connected to our goals Uh and we're connected to each other. Yep. That's how you synthesize.
0: All right. Connection. Um, now, what are some other ways in which you know that this was the best team? Oh. Subjective things, <laughs> objective things.
1: I think outcomes, uh-huh. right? So, you know, what makes a team successful is uh, you, you meet your objective, right? Mm-hmm. And so we did get a mil- $20 million in revenue, <laughs> right? Yeah. So we met our goals. So I, I think I mean, I think I am using that as, as a yeah. criteria, a great team. All right. Um, yeah.
0: And um, you already shared a few concrete behaviors that you engaged in together that went into right. that. Are, are there any other concrete behaviors that you did that led to that success?
1: In addition to that? I think I laid a lot of them out there. <laughs> you
0: did. I did. You talked about things like sure almost every more. day you had lunch together. Uh, you had um, sort of respectful, direct, direct feedback, feedback with each other. Right.
1: Then, that came later, of course, Yeah. where I think that felt... It took a while for that to feel good, yeah. <laughs> but eventually it did, you know. I think, the first, you know, as you build a relationship with someone, the direct feedback comes at you, but you don't have that trust. It's no good, yeah. you know, but then later on it... it um it um it <laughs> once you have that trust and then the feedback comes, a funny thing happens. your trust even cr- builds yeah, because now you you're able to have this direct conversation with someone and tell them things that might make them uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but it reestablishes the trust that you have right, you know,
0: kind of like you're not letting each other coast, you're not letting each mm-hmm. other's skills kind of mm-hmm. degrade
1: and it, and I got to a point where I could interpret that direct feedback to me as somebody believing in me.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Right. So that it, 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 shifts. So it's no longer, Oh wow. My yeah. ego feels bruised. Yeah. I'm, I'm not good enough, which, you know, with women imposter syndrome, all of that, I think a lot of us go through that. I'm certainly mm-hmm. um, a victim of this as uh-huh. well. But now, okay, now we've established trust, and, and, and you get to a point where you understand that this person has so much um, belief in you. Mm-hmm. And that's where this feedback is coming from. They want you to be great. Yeah. And, and how did I know this? Because they said so. Right. <laughs> right? They said this. Like, you know, you could do this. You could do this. If you keep learning and growing, like, you could do this. And, yeah. I mean, I, I left that place really knowing what I was capable of. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had these mentors and these people who believed in me on this team, yeah. you know, and were looking out for me, and and then you know uh, this company, you know, this company had a that I'm thinking of had had some struggles with like po- politics. So there were a lot of yeah. politics and cross team issues, and um, sometimes I would just get in a room with these mentors and we would strategize, yeah. right, and um, talk about people's motivations and how to influence them. So I think. I think, like, strategizing, too, with folks
2: uh-huh.
1: towards a common goal, um, yeah. uh, also established, I guess, a connection or strength on the team. Like, and it goes back to that war story thing, right? <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's really coming up with a battle plan. Yeah. It's like, okay, we have, we have to navigate all the politics in this organization, yeah. but we're doing it together,
0: right?
1: right? Like, we're, we're teammates in this.
0: It's so a battle plan for the organizational po- politics.
1: Yeah, and I feel so lucky because I don't have to deal with this in my current <laughs> organization, which is, what a blessing. Yeah,
0: what a yeah. blessing. I was just going to say that. You, you really are blessed here at the Red Institute. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's an amazing place to work. Yeah. Amazing place to work. I feel very lucky to be here um, because I don't have any of that stuff anymore, yeah. politics and, you know.
0: Well, and um, and there is a profound... Shared goal, right? Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. yeah we, we have a we have a, a mission to or vision really to have accelerated medicine, uh, you know, transform medicine, accelerate science, and cure disease. And it's, you know, is there a bigger and better mission? Right? Probably yeah. not.
0: Yeah, that's part of why I I, I really loved uh, consulting and coaching here. Uh, mm-hmm. It was so easy to be aligned with the Broad Institute's goals.
1: Yeah, it, felt, it feels good to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, how about some advice for our listeners? Mm-hmm. What what could they do? What can our listeners do to reproduce some of the success that you experienced on that best team ever?
1: Yeah. Um, sometimes it's small things, right? So, how do you establish trust, right? Mm-hmm. What are what are the interactions the team is having, mm-hmm. right? Create the affordance for those interactions. Um, you know, what are the events? What are the social um, opportunities? Create those, uh-huh. you know? It, doesn't, it could be a puzzle in your common room. Uh-huh. It could be, you know, um, ice cream delivered once a week, and everybody has to wait in line for the ice cream.
2: Yeah.
1: What are the opportunities that people can talk to each other face-to-face right not via slack channel not in a you know particular you know team or work event where it's all business right but create events create connections or opportunities for connection where people can get to know each other
0: right so create opportunities for connection yeah something as simple as a i see them here at the bread a jigsaw puzzle in a common area and it's not quite done yet. Somebody sits down, maybe two people sit down together and work on it. Anything else as advice to our listeners to reproduce such awesomeness?
1: Um, so that's connection to each other. But then yeah. what are what are we doing to connect people to their goals? Right? Yeah. And um, you know, who who is going to benefit from them achieving this goal? Get those people in front of your your, your your teammates right
2: yeah
1: um, what's at stake um, what's the win have them feel that know yep. that intimately you know
0: you can hear me doing the equivalent of scribbling notes as you talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tap 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 with the pencil yeah so create opportunities for connecting with each other as people and create opportunities for connecting with the, the shared goals.
1: The shared goals, yeah. So in in a way for everybody to align. Mm-hmm. When you see teams not working out, mm-hmm. how often and Richard, you weigh in on this too, how often is it because that goal they're not aligned on what that outcome should be?
2: Yeah, certainly.
1: You know? So so that's a that's a prerequisite. That's the thing yeah. that's a must have on any great team is everybody is on the same page. In fact, visualize it. Yep. Put it on a page.
0: Is literally the same page.
1: Yes, and post it near where the team is, and go. This is what success looks like, and it helps that team have the right conversations and make the right trade-offs. Yeah. Um, and uh, and often come to consensus more easily because they're they're you know they have something guiding them mm-hmm. on what the right thing is. Yep. Um, crucial.
0: Crucial. All right. And I, I, I love how clear you are about connection yes. as, the, as the sensation and connection calls into each other and, and really concrete ways to get that to happen.
1: I think about this stuff all the time. <laughs> I, as you know, I think when people hire agile coaches, a lot of organizations think, oh, this is somebody who's going to tell us what to do. Yeah. As far as the practices, yeah. uh, process processes. Um, but as so many of us have discovered, a lot of that overlaps with culture yep. and, um, the human stuff, yeah. emotion, yeah. um, and connection. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's, that I'm always surprised by how surprised other folks are by that. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, you know, we, we, it often happens where, you know, um, we have, uh, uh, you know, I see it happening with my scrum masters now. So we've hired, um, scrum masters here in our group and actually we're we're hiring more and i i see them do it right they they come in and they want to establish team norms and practices and then the bulk of their work is team dynamics and and it's really an incredible thing and it's i know folks in our discipline are are, you know know that because it's everybody's experience Um, but it always surprises me by the folks who hire us don't necessarily realize that
2: yet Yeah, <laughs> all the <that's> time. Interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. They know it's a thing, but they, they don't see the overlap. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, maybe this team isn't successful because there's something going on that's not necessarily related to a process, yep. but in how they're connecting to each other or their goals.
0: You know, I've, I've, I've never heard a boss say it just like that. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> Which is why they need somebody like you here.
1: Yeah. And then it's It's work. Yeah. You know, and um, sometimes folks will come up to me and be like, "Oh gosh, this is such a great place," yeah. and I see all the work that's happening behind the scenes yeah. to keep it a great place.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, it is a living thing. Culture is a is a living yeah. organism, and and, to, and and for it, for it to to um, thrive, um, mm-hmm. it is it you need to feed it. You need yeah. to give it. Um, all, you know you need to nurture it you yeah. need to feed it it does not just exist
0: yeah yeah. You know? culture is a thing that you need to you need to feed and help it thrive
1: and think about I mean I know we're at the scientific institute right now but yeah. think of culture like yeah. the actual word right is uh, uh, to culture could, something right we
0: could go into that room back there and, and, and see, see cultures actual living cultures cell right. <laughs> cultures right.
1: and those things I, well yeah. I'm not even going to move into like I understand all the science around here <laughs> Um, I won't even posture that way, but, um, but yeah, it's, it is something that needs to be fed, yeah. and grown, and, um, and nurtured. And I think um, you cannot have a great team without a great team culture.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well said. You can't have a great team without a great team culture. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to add?
1: Um, well, I could talk to you forever, for <laughs> sure. I like talking to you. Um, you know, we I, I kind of had to course correct as we thought about these things because I always go to what not to do.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm always like, this is what you don't want on a team. Yeah. And what was nice about this conversation is I, I was able to frame things on what yeah. you should do.
0: Yeah, um, well, let's not even go into let's what not Let's not go over do. there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I guess that's just the way my mind works. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is what you shouldn't do. Yeah. And then, but you know, even if you have that in your mind, it's easy to reframe those things yeah. into what you should do. Yeah. So
0: there's I'm this,
1: very proud of myself.
0: There's this pedagogy theory that when you tell people what not to do, it, you've you've created some new brain structures that they didn't need to have
1: ah that's so interesting yeah
0: <laughs> so just tell them what they need to do mm-hmm. just tell them what what you want them to learn versus right. what not to do
1: i mean there's powerful lessons in the in the mistakes and the failures yeah, right for sure. so
0: and is how people learn they, that's they how you learn mistakes and, uh, right condition where it's, there's trust and you feel safe and right you can learn from your little mistakes yeah
1: but i agree um it's, it's probably better to process all of those mistakes into guidelines on what to do. Definitely yeah. seems more efficient. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: All right. How could our listeners contact you if they wanted to?
1: Um, I do have a sad Twitter account, <laughs> which I have to admit I don't use very often, but I believe it, it uses my full ethnic name, <laughs> which will be difficult here, it's Dio D-I-O-L-I-N-D-A. Uh-huh underscore Vaz okay um, which is sad I had to use an underscore and that there's another D.Linda <laughs> Vaz out there but such is life um, and then uh, uh, also I think I'm on LinkedIn yep. okay. so again with my fancy ethnic name D. <laughs> D. Linda Vaz
0: full fancy ethnic name I love my fancy ethnic name I mean, it's it's you know, so it turns out I want people to be able to find me mm-hmm. and they can
1: I know it's such an achievement luckily I have that last name that's quite easy to remember V-A-Z like a moss put flowers in it (laughs)
0: alright Deity thank you very much for joining us today (laughs) really really enjoyed having this conversation with you thanks
1: yeah this is great I'm happy to talk to you anytime
0: hi friends thanks for listening and remember to support this podcast sign up for my newsletter at kasparowski.com.